0: Hey, Wonderfuls. Welcome to episode 541 of the JV Club with my marvelous guest, Adrian Bain. I loved this conversation. I know you all too. For one thing, I got a fantastic new book recommendation. I've already been listening to this audiobook, and I got to tell you, it's wonderful. So thanks, Adrian, for that. If you're listening, uh, I also want to remind everyone that Sketchfest looms ahead, looming in a good way, of course. And there are so many shows for you to check out. I am very, very lucky and honored to be a part of several of them. So you can go to sfsketchfest.com you can search by performer name you can look for max fun podcasts there are a lot uh, there is so much good stuff happening I keep wanting to tell you something about this Eric Idol show that I keep you know drop name dropping but I can't but I'm so excited about it that I just keep saying the name and talking about the show over and over in the abstract so check that out and I will talk to you next week The only thing that I regret is people not getting the chance to hear you say that your apartment was 16% audio equipment and that, yeah, we're still having problems. Yes, to catch
1: up the listener, I Uh am a podcast creator and have limited knowledge (laughs) on how microphones work, whereas my fiance, who also works in the audio industry, like, I can't walk past a, if we're, like, walking past, like, a local a radio station, he will peer into the window and he can specifically identify which microphone is standing in front of him. And I'm like, i it's like he's speaking Japanese. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. He is not <laughs> here to assist me right now. I just know how to push the on button. So, but we're here. We've got a million and one backups. I'm definitely like recording. Yeah, we do have a lot of backups. Into this mix pre. So here we are. Great.
0: I think we're going to have more than we need. I think we should. I think what I'd like to do on this is release a very special episode where I release six versions oh God, yeah. of the same episode with all the different audio yep. choices. So people can really pick and choose. I like that. They can that. really get granular on how they want to hear. I'll do a whisper
1: ASMR version. Great, I'll do it all. Great, we can do it great, all. Once I'm, wonderful. Once the mic wonderful. is on, I know what to do. But good God.
0: <laughs> okay. We're this is great. We're going to be fine. Um I couldn't be less worried. The only thing I'm worried about at this point, point is like how cold my feet are going to get. And I'm saying that as a person in Los Angeles Dude. where winter is extremely pleasant. I have terrible circulation. Oh. Adrian, I want you to know that I am wearing the Halloween costume <laughs> that my partner got me. <laughs> That, is that I couldn't wear on Halloween cozy.
1: oh my God it's a because
0: record. because it was hot it was a hot Halloween and, and this thing is so warm nice. that it and I am wearing a I am wearing a, a t-shirt and a sweatshirt and leggings underneath this. Wow. That is how cold I got. Wow. I mean That's super sad. And you're on the East Coast and you look like you are living in a reasonable environment I, where you are not wearing I, a furry I outfit. I definitely
1: run cold, but I am from upstate New York, so I know what mm. winter is. Like I know what it's like to have three feet of snow for six months, emotionally speaking. Yeah. Like Ooh. February yeah. February lasts for about eighteen. 18- months if we're yeah. real in <laughs> New York like, you're like oh my god it's the shortest <gasps> month and it'll never end
0: yeah so I definitely yeah. like
1: have gotten I don't know I personally hate let me think about this I have really come around on the seasons I am a hardcore summer girl like my ideal mm-hmm. outfit is a summer dress with pockets and sandals that have like some kind of a backstrap so I can sprint just in case like yes. I want mm-hmm. nothing to Many get need to. In my way and yeah. I really hate that I was wearing a sweater before this, but I was like, I hate layers. I feel very uncomfortable in them. But
0: oh, I love layers. People love okay. layers. Right.
1: I don't, I'm not like yeah. I don't understand this layers life. I love that for those who <laughs> need the layers. Like I you know your yeah. body. My body doesn't like layers. Yeah. So um, but I am yeah. weirdly excited for Winter this year, like something about I don't know what you it is. Are. Okay, I, I'm getting right. into the cozy. I'm getting into the hot chocolate. Yeah. um Yes, so yes. I I commend your coziness, but I I am laughing internally a little bit because of the New York LA please. mindset on what seasons no, please, are. <laughs> please, but you're also from Arizona, so like you're
0: used right. I am, but I prefer cold weather. I prefer cold weather. I hate hot weather. Um and this and so I'm not unhappy. I but know, you
1: know hot weather like you know hot weather in a way that I don't know hot weather probably. I know
0: very hot weather. Oh yeah, I know very hot weather. <laughs> I know what it feels like to definitely yeah wear be wearing what you just described and to still feel like it's too much clothing and that's with the argument of it being dry heat, which yeah. is a thing and it's true. And humidity is worse. I would still take the dry yeah. heat in Arizona over humidity. Having spent summers in like Atlanta and stuff working, Oof, but. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, like my my circulation is, has has gotten worse as I've gotten older. Mm. It's like autoimmune stuff mm. and I take stuff for it. I, I, you know, I just fucking take so much turmeric, um, etc. But uh, I do love a layer and I don't mind being cold. Except for like in yeah in a position where I have to sit still and mind you I'm not using the heater like it's you know fifty six degrees in here mm. and I'm not using the heater because I'm pretty sure the vents need to be cleaned out because I put the heater on yesterday and I felt like I had the flu <laughs> like immediately yeah yeah you get that immediately nose felt like I had yeah. the flu yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean and it was just like oh that was that was literally the flip of a switch right. and now I feel horrible. Right. So this is my this is my combating of it, um, but there was no way I wasn't going to show you that I, was I love it. A furry no, I was it. No, I appreciate it. There's no way. Um, I'm already a kooky old lady, and I'm not that. I old can't yet, wait.
1: Can I tell I'm you? I'm only going to get kooky. I know we're about to talk about adolescence, but I often think about like who I will be as an old woman, and I'm just gonna like I'm so ready for her in a lot of ways. Like yeah, I'm working yeah. so damn hard to like get to her, and I'm gonna have a house in the Berkshires, <laughs> and okay, a t-
0: Is that how you say it? Yeah. Berkshires? Yeah. Okay. Not you. I mean a person. I'm not saying you, a weird person, are saying it that the, way. I'm saying, royal, is yeah. that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Is that how the Royal U pronounces it? Because I just thought it was the Berkshires. But Berkshires I guess say is Berkshires, much more fun.
1: And I grew up okay. like 15, 20-minute drive from them. Berkshires? And I'm sure you're yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think... I'm trying. It's one of those like oh, when you this ask how you Berkshires, say it, like
0: sure, like sure, I'm good. Berkshires. That's the all. I'm That's all I've heard. I think but, I say Berkshires. Um, mostly from people on the West oh, Coast. Oh no! Who now don't I know. can't
1: remember how I say it. I think. <laughs> I, th- I think I say the Berkshire. Oh God, nope. She it's the it's just so it's lost. It's gone. It'll come out organically. But I want to live in the Berkshires. <laughs> there we go. Berkshires. Okay, that's how I Berkshires. think. That's okay. how at least the upstate New Yorkers say it. Um, great. Then they're right. I want a big garden, and I want great minimum three corgis, and okay. I want to just like study French and philosophy all afternoon. Okay. So I'm just really it sounds, I'm ready. For that her. sounds.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. It's it does sound. I mean, you mean Nielsen, You want to when you introduce corgis? I'm going Dude. to go to the royal family. You know I am. I'm immediately going to think about a, the garden of yep. some queen or other possibly Queen Elizabeth, since that's most prominently featured on the ground. Yeah, that's her. Um, corgis are her jam. I, and also, there's just a lot of really cute pictures and videos of corgi mixes out Ugh. there where it's like the bulldog, but with corgi legs. <laughs> Put corgi um, legs on any dog, any and dog. it is And it's just like very charming.
1: laughable. I grew up with corgis, and my dad has cute. two corgis right now. So I'm like, okay. they're all I want. They're all I want. I love them. Yeah. Anytime I see them in Brooklyn, I'm like, oh, it's a one corgi day. Like that's how much. It's
0: a one. It's. It's at least a one corgi. Sometimes
1: day. I've gotten up but, to three. I've gotten up to seeing three corgis in oh, Brooklyn, good. and I'm like, this is truly the best day ever.
0: <laughs> is are is it likely that the three Berk, uh, three Berkshire's <laughs> three Berkshires is it likely that the three corgis will all be of a set, or are you saying that you might oh. see a single corgi, another different single corgi, and a dev, another different single corgi? Because so I feel like I see I do see corgis in pairs often. Oh, that's if a I great question. All, you know? My
1: dad bought twins. They were the only two that survived. Yeah. Letter and he was like, "Well, I can't." Oh, they really were just yeah. Twins. He was like, "I can't split them up." Um, oh. so I love that they're a little feral, but they're really they're really sweet. They've they've they were really intense when they were like babies, and now they're like two years old, so they're like you know they're in their teenage years. They're like I'm angsty, yes. but I'm not as like hyper. Um, <laughs> and I think I honestly I haven't thought that far. I haven't thought that far ahead, but I would definitely like. Procure them over a long period of time because they live for my first, our first dog Ginger. She was about fifteen when she passed on. Um, yeah, yeah. So they they're around for a minute. They're around for a minute. It's a good age. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Are they ones? This is a bad question to ask someone who loves them because it's like inviting controversy. But are they? Uh, they're not like, like um, you know, uh, King Charles Spaniels or. Uh, like, like uh, animals, like, the dogs are like French bulldogs where they've been bred into having a ton of health problems. I feel like oh. I don't hear that about corgis. Uh, well, but I definitely hear it about Frenchies. Like, yeah. people who get Frenchies are like, oh, no, they can't breathe at all. Like, whoops. It's not people's I, fault. They love them, but that is how they're you're bred. You're
1: totally right. I think that corgis are pretty inbred um I know Ginger (laughs) she's gonna be the unofficial character of the show right now uh but she was a huge part of my teenage years like she really sure great got her when I was like 15 and I had long believed that I was a cat person we had two cats when I was growing up and I was the most angsty human on the day that we got Ginger I was like 15 it was a Sunday morning Um, And my family then would like have breakfast and like together. And my dad was like, hey, we're going to go on a little adventure um, after breakfast. And I was like, ugh, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to play The Sims or I want to talk to my boyfriend on game. Like, I'm not going anywhere. But then they corralled me into the car and I have two younger sisters. Um, And so we're in this like old shaky like – olive green not olive green like evergreen minivan and we're driving and it's winter time and it's snowing out and I'm like what aren't we doing like the I'm surprised the muscles in the back of my eyes still work given how much I I (laughs) rolled do you know what I mean I do know And I bickered with my mom that morning because my mom and I really were like opposites when I was not about my mom when I was a teenager and I apologize mm-hmm. every time I see her now because I love my mom. Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: we found about something and it's like close to Christmas time and um, we're driving, we're driving. And all of a sudden, my mom, who's in the passenger seat, just Mary Poppins these three Christmas gifts. Like, I don't know where they were. Like, I didn't see her bring huh. them into the car. And she gives yeah. one to me, my middle sister Regina, my youngest sister Jessica, uh, kind of at random. And I opened mine and it's dog food. Uh,
0: and I don't see what
1: Jess and Regina have gotten yet. And in uh-huh. my 15 year old brain, I was like, you are such a bad child to your parents that your parents have given you dog food for Christmas because it was wrapped in like Christmas paper. And I was like, I will be a better child. I will be better. And then. Regina is the one who, like, she got a dog bowl. Someone got, Jess got a dog mat. And she's like, oh, we're getting a dog. And any of that, like, consciousness rising, I will be a better person, just fell to the ground. Like, it Uh felt like the snow (laughs) falling around us. I was like, we're getting a dog. Like, we're getting a dog. But then we get Ginger. She's obviously the most perfect dog anyone has ever had. And she does have health problems because corgis are so inbred that her spine got fused together. Like certain oh, okay. vertebrates were fused we together as she got mm-hmm. older.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: she, by the time it was like the last year of her life, I think like the last six months, she had little dog wheels at the back because her dog, her like started. I mean, stopped. that is adorable, it but is, was very sad. it is a painful, adorable. Yeah. She was gray. Yeah. It was time. But yeah, so she's buried under our big
0: pine tree now. So, do you, yeah. did, has this conversation a couple things? Mostly has this conversation caused you to think maybe you would want to get a corgi mix just so that you could avoid some of the I don't know. pitfalls of the dog. Okay. I think I'd have
1: to, to have one cuz I like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about corgi mixes. I'm still very much a cat person at heart who loves mm-hmm. corgis. Like I have a corgi gotcha. wing. Um yeah, I'm not that much of a dog person. I do love playing with all dogs, but if I was going to have one, it would be a corgi. Okay, all right. We've spent so Uh, much time on this. (laughs) Second of all,
0: it's great. It's great. Um, It is impressive that, I mean, that feels like That's almost like a like a like a Judy Bloom or Mm -hmm. Beverly Cleary teenage moment. Mm -hmm. Like to open a bag, to open a present, and find out it's dog food, and assume it's because you're a bad kid, (laughs) and then think about all the ways that you acknowledge to yourself. Oh, I knew this actually does make sense. Like this makes a kind of sense. I deserve this dog food. And then immediately find out it's not that, and you can just abandon all of Fleeting. that. Is that's great? That's very novel esque. I encourage you to you write it into something fictional <laughs> or in your autobiography, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, in if at all possible. That's great. Um, when you say you were angsty, so you want to play Sims. You, uh, you had a boyfriend. Um, were you angsty in a then outwardly expressive way? Like, were you oh my like gothy emo? I was.
1: So I think I was really. Full angst, like uh, at 100% level, max angst all the time from like Uh probably, I don't know. I just remember being like, I'm still very sassy, but like it wasn't controlled. Like it wasn't, it was Uh just like full sass all the time. Uh Uh And um, Uh I had musical theater to really like pour a lot of feelings in. I did Shakespeare. So I did have a really good outlet for it. Um, except my mom. My mom really, bared the brunt of it. Um, but yeah, I was full. The musical theater, I, like, didn't really listen to any pop music from, like, 12 to 17. Like, it was all. Got it. It was all theater all the time.
0: Well, musical theater is, it's true that it is, um, I, because I sort of forgot that. Like, I wasn't a huge musical theater person Mm -hmm. other than that I liked, you know, being in them, I guess, um. Although I say that, but there weren't really musical theater, that we weren't doing musical theater when I was in drama um, in high school. But uh, I forget that, like, because in my mind, and I've had these conversations on podcasts before, in my mind, like, the most emotional, emotive music when I needed it as a teenager was not musical theater. And so I sort of discount the fact that when you back up on that you're like wait a minute is there's nothing more emotional it's than someone singing singing their feelings yeah the like time. that's what it's there for mm-hmm. so um yeah I, I I sort of missed that does that mean lim is was like I don't think in there you it anything
1: been. I don't think like <laughs> I really <laughs> I definitely like had my spurt of musical theater and then once I went to college I really just stopped listening to it and every once uh-huh. in a while it'll like creep out I never loved I never really got into Les Mis I did love okay. this other one which I know is very strange all of my other musical I mean I don't yeah theater friends loved Les Mis I just never got into it the one I did get into it's by the same creators I think it's called Miss Saigon and it is the oh, most sure. mm-hmm. like intense. It's one of those musicals that like feel like it gets swept under the rug. I loved it. That one I was like playing mm-hmm. all the time. Um yeah. I feel like Wicked was huge. Into the woods. Sure. Like all of those yeah. all of those like really good classics. I feel like my school did a lot of Rogers and Hammerstein, but mm-hmm. I wasn't like Phantom of the Opera. Oh my god, that I had the CD of it and I burned. I like it's unlistenable to now if you found any device that could use the CD but <laughs> that I just played on like absolute repeat
0: Gotcha yeah. gotcha And and so you were do, and you were doing a lot of musical theater you said Yeah um, I would
1: do like I feel very lucky that my town has a sizable theater program given like there's mm-hmm. only 4000 of us but there was uh McKayden, and so during the summertime, I would do, like, a McKayden show. And then fall was Shakespeare. And then the spring was the high school musical. So then at a certain point, I did, like, Gent Playhouse, which was straight plays, which I had never done before. And it was, like – it it was, like, a whole new – I think most people experience straight plays. If they have that, like, theater performance thing, I know nothing of straight plays. I'm really, like mm-hmm. – I have no idea. Um so, yeah, so, but for my jam, when I did Shakespeare, I would always get like a small part, but like my real jam was, my real jam was musical theater. Cause I did tap dance, like the whole thing. Like, oh, I sure. sang, it was the, everything. Um, yeah. So, yeah yeah <laughs>
0: okay and we're and who were you dating in high school all of my like, what was, leading
1: men y- my dad said it. great i would get the lead right. and i would date whoever was <laughs> my dad says i have a leading man complex which truly has not gone away um and my uh-huh. fiance is uh an ex actor as well he went to like college for straight acting um and yeah, I for sure. So yeah, that's who I was dating was whichever <laughs> dude was.
0: But this is somebody who, but he, but he's now more behind the scenes. Yeah. Your current fiance. We, like he was like. We both yeah.
1: are like, have the host Ability, like he hosts a lot of his shows too. You can check out the rumor of family ghosts, midnight disease, wherever you get your podcast. Sorry, shameless plug. You can cut. Great, that. no, do it. Plug, um,
0: plug it up. And Absolutely. So we both
1: like. I, I mean, like one thing I really love. So I went throughout all of co- all of um, high school playing all of these characters, and by the time like college came around, I didn't want to do theater because I felt like I had immersed myself in so many characters that I actually didn't know who I was like I didn't know what my organic personality was without this like chameleon changing into somebody else um and it took a long time to like fall down the writerly podcast road that I am on now and although like I love hosting um I would say that, like, my strong – the muscle I always want to be honing is my writing one. And I'm kind of, like, confused by my own evolution. It's, like, why it took me to be, like, 25 to realize that, like, that was actually the thing. I don't know. That's a therapy session. I'll invoice you for (laughs) – I'll invoice you for a therapy session. Oh, you're going to invoice me.
0: (laughs) You're going to invoice me. This is unusual. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My therapist is out of town for a few weeks, so (laughs) –
0: but you're invoicing me, so you're the one getting paid by me. Oh, no, this is i what you'll invoice me. It's That's what I meant to say.
1: You'll invoice me. You'll invoice me. I understand. That's what I meant I'm
0: I was very tickled and taken <sighs> with the idea that somehow I would pay you for you to work oh through this God. stuff. No, um, no, I couldn't even. That would be amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, my worth, problems. are worth every penny. My problems are so interesting that you're going to want to pay for it. <laughs> no, sorry. Other way it around. Kinda makes,
0: it kind of made sense to me. It kind of made sense to me. Um, so, okay. And so. I love this leading man uh, complex. Mm. That's very funny. I mean, I guess if they if that implies that you were the leading lady, you were getting the leads in the musicals. I was. If you're dating the man. for the man. most part, because was... he's what is he gonna? What is he gonna slum <laughs> and date the <laughs> no. stepsister in? Uh, what into am the I gonna woods?
1: date an underling? Exactly. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It was mostly like the musicals where I was Annie Oakley. I was what's the lady from uh, Oklahoma? Uh... Whatever the lead girl is. they're I won't also know.
0: I don't think I've ever seen Oklahoma. Um
1: Lori Lonnie, something like that. Listeners are gonna uh-huh. be like, I know the name. Why does she remember the name? Yeah. Um so yeah, usually, yeah. I would be like some some kind of a lead, and I'd be dating whoever I was actually dating in the in the musical.
0: Do you think that do you think was that something where like And maybe maybe you know the answer to this definitively, but would that have been something that other kids around you would have been like, here we go. (laughs) Like, Adrian's dating. Now she's dating this guy. Surprise, surprise. I
1: don't. That's really funny. I don't think so. I don't think I hung out with kids who were that perceptive. And I wasn't that perspective. Like, we were all just very, like, into our own Stuff in the way that, like, you are. And, like, my – I don't know. My school was very whatever about dating. Like, there wasn't a lot of – like, people got together and broke up all the time. We always talked about – like, I found – I don't know if we can, like, go into these areas. But, like, I found that my school and the kids I hung out with were very, like, sexually progressive. And I don't want to, like – I don't want to sexualize teens in any way, but like, I know I was able well, to. I mean, like,
0: m- most of them are having some something happening totally these days, I and know. everybody was yeah. just
1: very chill. There wasn't a lot of slut shaming, is what I'm saying. On like either gender, uh-huh. it was very much like, "Oh, I'm dating yeah. this person. I'm dating this person. What's the drama around it?" Um, uh huh. But no, I don't think that they were very much like, "Oh God, here she goes again." Because the guy, the, my first leading man, I dated him for like three years and he was older than me oh so i that's different but he was still doing plays while i was still in like high school um and then my senior year i dumped him so i could date ryan nightingale who was the uh who's the guy i was in annie get your gun i was Andy oakley and he was whatever her like love would become her husband in like real life um -hmm. oh it's embarrassing i can't remember this name anymore but mm. Your listeners are going to be like, it's his name, but whatever.
0: They can... uh, Everybody, give yourself five points for knowing the thing that Adrian can't remember, and I certainly don't know. So you are golden. I definitely
1: do think that, like, the common denominator between a lot of the men that I've dated since high school, like, they're all leading... They all have the leading man energy. (laughs) Like,
0: Mm -hmm. they have the
1: vibe, whether Mm -hmm. or not they actually did theater in school, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what okay. it is, but
0: it's it, it it developed early and it's been consistent. Yeah. it's nothing. Nothing to be Intertwined,
1: and my fiance definitely has yeah. leading man energy, which I'm I love. I will check but out both his podcast. Like, I
0: need to. I, I, I need oh, to pick yeah, up on this. You energy. would love it.
1: You would love it. Um, mm-hmm. but we're both mm-hmm. like reformed actors. Like we we like the thing that I was like I don't the thing I was nervous about in high school is like if i take this seriously like you have to deal with i'm sure this is i don't know if this is going to hit close to the nerve but like you just have to deal with so much ego like you have to deal with so many other yeah. people's egos and even as a teen i was like i don't want to deal with other teen egos i definitely don't want to do it like <laughs> as an adult um so yeah. i feel like we're both a little reformed in that sense of but what i love about podcasting is like so many musical theater people. Um, so many musical theater people and there's just this like natural collaboration that comes with it. That's mm-hmm. very like excited and inviting and like, it's it, the podcasting world is imploding on itself, but that is like a really nice, um, sure. that is just like a really nice thing about the community is like finding people who have that same like, yes, and will yeah, do jazz absolutely. hands kind of a. We're excited uh-huh. to tell this story, you know.
0: hundred percent, hundred percent was, and so okay, so the town that you grew up in was about four thousand people. Mm-hmm. The high school was was it a public high school? Public
1: high school graduated in a class of ninety nine, like teeny okay. tiny, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah, which yeah, I mean that, that sort of makes the 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 kind of permissive, accepting, not shaming. Oh side of things extra valuable because yeah. like there's a limited recent number of resources in terms of like who dates 100%. who and what you know what I mean like
1: 100%. that could have
0: gone the other way it's almost is like it, it could have just taken one person to like tilt it back to like oh this is uncomfortable and incestuous and like Ugh, I don't know and that everyone sort of kept the 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 the, the, the it open to yeah. like yeah you know what we might all kind of date each yeah. other also, there's 99 of us in this graduating class. What do you expect Ex- from us? We're teenagers. Totally.
1: I, that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, I would, I can't speak for, like, the other cliques. Like, I was definitely in the art clique of, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I hung out with the kids. I was in chorus. I hung out with the kids in band orchestra and mm-hmm. art class. And a lot of those, like, I remember I literally, like, me and one other, like, a few other friends would have lunch in the auditorium, because the um the orchestra teacher was like super chill with it, and we weren't like mucking stuff up. We were just like eating because we were like yeah. oh, we don't want to be in like this gross fluorescent lighting sure. auditorium. I mean, um, lunchroom, but yeah, we also just like didn't. I personally didn't have like a lot of contact with other schools. So it was kind Mm -hmm. of like, this is it, (laughs) you know, and like, we better all
0: play nice, you
1: know. So I would just say Uh... that like my little, my little community was very like, we're all going to date each other and it's whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. I love this little community. I still love them. Maybe I'll move there. I
1: actually really have like a sizable amount of friends or I'm in like good contact with people from high school more than college, which is kind of surprising, but
0: yeah. I think that ha- yeah, I think that happens. It, it, it's it's I think that's true for me in some ways too, especially cuz I switched schools, mm. which everyone who listens to the podcast regularly knows, mm. but when you leave a, one school for the other, oh you kind of don't belong to either. Yeah. Um except for just like, you know, a, a friend here or there, but like I'm not a person that and I probably and, and and because I haven't like I don't think I deserve to be and I'm being neglected, but like I'm not a person that gets invited to any like oh. Everybody's getting back together for blah 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 for college, but in, for high school, mm. definitely I'm like still close to and in touch with people. So. Interesting, but yeah. it's interesting that you had the experience. You went to the same uh, college the whole time, and you still sort of yeah feel closer to high schools. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't know what it is.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing. Hey, there's nothing wrong with there's us. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. I have friends. Nothing wrong with I it. I can
1: keep friends. We have. I just feel like hey, I feel like ha- the, honestly, this might be like a little bit of it. Is I feel like the cost benefit of your high school friends is more intense than your college friends because you've invested Mm -hmm. way more like I know all of my friends from high school's parents and their siblings and like even if and I'm not saying this about like any of them specifically but I've had thoughts where I'm like would I be friends with this person if I met them today when I was 33 and sometimes it's like yeah I don't know. Um, but because yeah, yeah, I have sure. 15, 20 plus like my oldest friend, I was like four years old, you know, like I'm yeah. not gonna give yeah. up on that yeah. relationship. So and I feel like with college, yes, it's four very intense years, but it's not I don't know. I feel like the tether isn't it's actually not as strong, maybe. And I'm just speaking from my own personal experience, but I you haven't put in that same level of investment. And you're kind of, like, figuring out what your career is.
0: Mm -hmm. You don't, like, I don't
1: have any personal attachment to, like, the town that I went to school in. So there's not a reason for, like, all of us to get back together if we are, like, we all live in New York because I went to school in Westchester. So everyone just moved south. Um, Right. But I, I don't know. I think because you all do end up in your own little careers that if you don't make the real concerned effort, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious, yeah. What, uh, I'm well, curious okay, about other okay. people. But you feel closer with your well, college let me, friends. Let me make some calls. Because you're like split between two high schools.
0: No, uh, opposite. I split between two colleges. So I, too, am closer to my oh, high school friends. Interesting.
1: Sorry, I'm, yeah. I misheard that part. But OK, yeah. interesting. No, no, yeah. yeah, no.
0: Much, much more, much more like you. But having gone to two colleges, that's that was Wild. my reasoning. And now yeah. you've given, you've cracked open a whole new possibility of reasons that have nothing to do with me not staying at either school. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, not starting and not finishing. Yeah. Um, and, so, and so I, before I get into this MASH game with you, yeah. I definitely do want to, usually the time to sort of vamp or talk about uh, a project oh, that yeah. someone has going on would be like in the middle of the MASH or sort of towards the end of the MASH when I'm just calculating yeah. what you're going to end up with. But I feel like the, the sort of Nellie Bly stuff is, um. It's, it's, it feels more robust yeah. and it feels like it maybe needs a little bit more time. So, before we do MASH, uh, I would love for you to sort of tell us a little bit about that particular project oh uh, among the many things that you do and have done. Yeah.
1: So, um, I got into podcasting because I, uh, a one-way ticket to Mexico City, and I wanted to backpack down to Peru by myself. And I was, like, 24, and I was like, Ugh, what do I want to do with my life? And I was very into podcasts at the time. And I just remember looking down at my, like, cracked iPad and seeing that there was, like, a little garage band and being like, I think I could make a podcast. So cut to, which is a very original thought at the early aughts, like, or the 10s, yes. you know, like... So I, um, during the pandemic, so I started a travel podcast, the pandemic, you know, hindered a lot of travel. And I wanted to do a story about, how could I tell, I the thing that I really resonate with travel is the emotional journey that you go through because you go anywhere and you, even if you go for a day, a year, you do come back a little different because your brain is like, oh, shit. Yeah. There is so much out there that I'm never going to know. Yeah. And you meet people yeah. you would never meet. And your brain just goes a little, like, hog wild of like, oh, my God. Yeah. The world is huge. The universe yeah. is huge. I am tiny and insignificant. I love that feeling. That I am constantly yes. craving. Um, so I was reminded of this one story about two women who raced each other around the world in 1889 they one went east the other went west so it's a very organic like um uh there's just a beautiful poetry to like how the story unveils itself because the fastest way around the world is the same places in either direction so both women Mm. separate from each other cross over each other in the south china sea and then redo the other's previous trip. Like there's just this organic poetry to it. And both women are complete opposites. Nellie Bly, hmm. who a lot of people, if you all of my all of the people I've spoken to who have like a journalism background, they know who Nellie Bly mm-hmm. is. Most people don't really know about this story. The big story she does is um her first she was like hangering for she was like really trying to get a job in New York. And um she bursts into the New York world one day because she got robbed. All of her life savings was gone. And she's like, I'm a really good reporter. I did great stuff in the, in Pittsburgh. Like someone fucking hire me. And so they're like, okay, we'll give you a trial run. Uh, How about you break yourself in and out of an insane asylum? And she's like, done. Like she doesn't even hesitate. She's like, I'm there. So she pretends to go crazy and her whole, um, she gets into the insane asylum and uh she
0: Which I'm sure in eighteen like in the eighteen hundred late eighteen hundreds, that's a lot. That is like that's it's you are going into a very scary place. It's a
1: scary place. And she writes about it like she's furtively like scribbling notes because when she gets into the insane asylum, she just acts normal. But the doctors continue to treat her like she's crazy. And like mm, every nurse yeah. is nurse ratchet, like the food yeah. is like un eatable Uh, she's like even the tea was bad like how do you fuck up tea so Uh she um because of that piece she gets out of the insane asylum because of that piece it blows the top hats off of everyone in new york and they're like who is this nelly bly lady and female journalists were not a thing back then like sure female writers wrote about like dresses and balls and like cranberry recipes. And Nelly was like, I don't uh-huh. want any of that shit. Like so she yeah. becomes this like very famous, like New York local famous journalist by going undercover and people are like, "Oh my god, a woman? A woman is doing this." Uh-huh. <laughs> um so and she's like, "Yeah, we have the same exact capabilities is like men do uh-huh. so after like two-ish years she is super tired and she's like I want a vacation and she comes up with this idea to go around the world in under 80 days based off of Jules Verne book and mm-hmm. her um, editors wait a year to approve it and then they give her 56 hours to get ready and head to London on a steamship and she carries one grip sack she has no male companion, and she only speaks English. Um, so the day that Nellie Bly leaves New York Harbor, the editor of Cosmopolitan magazine, what we know is like ninety calorie cocktails and like the best blowjob tips, like right. all of that quizzes
0: about yeah, exactly. used to be
1: like a literary magazine, and the editor of the Cosmopolitan magazine reads about this like obvious publicity stunt but this woman is going around the world and she's doing it alone and he's like i have my own woman it's like a binders filled with women kind of a moment <laughs> right so right. he plucks his literary editor elizabeth bisland out of bed and elizabeth bisland is the antithesis of nelly bly and she is from the south She's a poet at heart. Like she's just a very like sultry kind of like I like being surrounded by all of my books and my fountain pens like but she's also a writer like she loves the craft of writing um, and she does not want to go anywhere. She's like I have a tea party the next day. I-, I can't go around the world. And so her editor basically like bribes her. He's like you're fired if you don't. Go around the world. Like, that's the craziest thing. That's the craziest sentence I think anyone's ever, like, said to each other. So Elizabeth Bisland, who has no travel, who has limited travel sensibilities, has six hours to get her shit together to head west to San Francisco. It's like a reality show. It's got to be a TV. It's got to be a TV series. She heads west to San Francisco. um, And the race ensues. So I have broken up that whole odyssey because it's taking it's like 16 episodes long like it's it takes a long time to go around the world whether you're writing about it or just doing it sure um so yeah so that so the series is broken up based on like what is happening each week because I don't want the listener to I don't want like Nellie to be ahead of Liz like they're both Every mm, week,
0: yep. that makes we're sense. experiencing the yeah. same
1: things, and sometimes yes. it's just a Nelly episode. Sometimes it's a Liz episode, um, and then in the middle, there's a lot happening for both of them, because a lot of the times, yeah. like they might just be sitting on a steamship.
0: Well, sure,
1: for a long time. And I'm That's like, such a
0: huge part of that travel, big yeah.
1: Time. So no flights, no Google Maps, limited vaccines. God, neither it's women so have rights. Like it's crazy, and they both did it.
0: Yeah, And they both
1: did it. And what's wild is like the thing that attracted me to this story is their emotional journey about being a solo woman out in the world. And it so mirrors yeah. my own experiences. Um, even 135 years later. And so I was, I embed a lot of my own, this is what I think that they would be feeling right now. Cause I know sure. what it's like to like, sure. Be feel really homesick in a beautiful place to get like yeah. an unwarranted marriage proposal. Like, I know yeah. that whole vibe, so I love them yeah. so much. I love them so much. Um, so yeah, so that's why I'm my very excited to listen to most this. recent uh,
0: adventure audio adventures. And w- and 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 what's it called? Just to keep put a yeah. fine point on it, so everyone called can check a it out a race
1: around the world. Uh, bait colon based mm-hmm. on the true story of Nellie Bly and Elizabeth Bisland, and it is out. The race is on, um, and I have like. Two more weeks of putting out episodes. So yeah. But then you can just binge it all. So
0: Yeah, but then also I hope that you can like sell it to Apple and they'll make uh amazing series about it please. and you'll make a lot of money. Because please let's do that. You that's
1: well what is you, like, you
0: take that IP I and you I feel go. like
1: you as someone who like understands the they're just such great female characters. Yeah. And neither of them like yes. falls in love at the end like it's just both like women sitting with their feelings being in beautiful places and being like oh shit the world is amazing and i can do this
0: okay we're gonna take a break i will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at maximum fun hello sleepyheads sleeping with celebrities is your podcast pillow pal we talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics, all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep. For instance, we have the remarkable Neil Gaiman. I'd always had a vague interest in life, culture, food preparation. Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Night-night.
1: Somewhere in an alternate universe where Hollywood is smarter.
0: And the Emmy nominees for Outstanding Comedy Series are... Jet Pacula, Airport Marriott, Threpple, Dear America, We've Seen You Naked, and Allah in the Family. In our stupid universe... You
1: can't see any of these shows, but you can listen to them on Dead Pilot Society, the podcast that brings you hilarious comedy pilots that the networks and streamers bought but never made. Journey to the alternate television universe of Dead Pilot Society on MaximumFun.org.
0: All right, let's do this mash. Uh, Yes. Let's do this mash. I'm
1: so excited for this. Yeah,
0: this is – okay. And if there are categories that I'm not – that I don't touch on that you feel a hankering to, like, you know, tell me me if there's something. I mean, we're talking about travel. Obviously, it feels right to start with a travel question where you're going to give me your three answers. So let's do three places – This is a little complicated. I've done this maybe only once or twice before, but I really love hearing people's answers. But it again is complicated. But give me like a triangle or like a trio of places that make sense to go for the same one trip
1: that you get to spend like
0: a week. Let's give you a week to two weeks tops. And you give me a, a trio of places that it makes sense to go in, the, in In some way. They're in proximity to each other and give me three sets of three. Do you know what I mean? So it's th- yes. going to be three trips total. Each trip that you give me, which, of which you will end up with one, will have three uh, cities or towns in them or like, you know, um, landmarks or something. This
1: is the best question
0: I've ever Yay! been asked. Um, okay.
1: Okay. My gut says Prague,
0: mm-hmm. Budapest, Berlin. Great.
1: My gut says this is kind of based off of like what I've also done. Yeah, Um, sure. Hanoi, Vietnam; Chiang Mai, Thailand; Singapore. Great. Singapore, Singapore. Ooh, this is so good. You know what? This is like kind of a cool one. If you want to do all of North America, Toronto, New York City, Mexico City.
0: Great, great. All of North America. Great, great, great. Oh, God, yes. I could. I, I. I found. I finally found the perfect person to ask who knew exactly what to do uh I'm beautiful here. oh beautiful. I'm so at the ready okay I have beautiful. like
1: 14 other
0: ideas but we'll we'll stick with I love <laughs> it well that could be the next series we, we can do one together where it's like trios yes. of cities together that we go to I'd love that um next one let's do a second home so we'll settle you into a place that we can kind of teleport you to anywhere in the world whether you've love been it. there or not just your concept of what that would mean or be like You
1: love it um okay I mean, my, yeah, I'm trying to, my, my two, it's kind of a repeat from, my two places outside of New York that I love the most are Prague and Mexico City, so we'll put down Prague and Mexico City. Great. Then my third one, it feels a little white girl basic, but like, south of France, Provence, like, yeah.
0: I mean, considering that I feel like almost everyone I know who's ever been there, regardless of whether they're white ladies or not, just, you want it. So don't you, don't you sweat it. Uh, let's do the food that comes <laughs> along with some of yep. this or that has nothing to do with it and is just like super different and unrelated. But three foods that you can have in this reality at the snap of your fingers. It can be something that you're taking advantage of being able to have it because it's hard to access because it's far away. Or it can be mm-hmm. something that you just wish you could eat a lot more of without feeling sick or having an allergy or getting Love fat it. or whatever.
1: Gouda from the Netherlands. Great. But, like, I didn't like cheese for 22 years of my life. And then I had Gouda in. Because it string cheese. And I was, like, gross. Then I had Gouda in Amsterdam. And I was, like, oh, I get why people Uh are obsessed
0: with
1: this. (laughs) What an awakening. Gouda, I would definitely say, like, tacos from a grimy, like, hasn't been cleaned in a long time taco truck in Mexico City. Great. And Stewart's ice cream from... It's a – Stewart's is a gas station that sells ice cream in upstate New York, and it is – I will die by that ice cream. It's right. the best ice cream,
0: any flavor. Great. Great. Stewart's ice cream, upstate upstate New York. Love it. Okay. Next one. Listen, I'm going to give you the mash – I don't know if this is your travel companion or if it's just a one-night stand or if it's like a long-term relationship mm. or a marriage. Uh, mm. I got to pull your leading man out of this reality, in this alternate reality. Your paths don't cross. Uh, three people. Fiction – uh, once living, now not. But you can have them whatever their you know your version of their prime is. Anything, <laughs> cartoons, Sims, doesn't matter. Three yeah. people <laughs> yeah, that yeah. you can have this uh, romance or sexy times with. Idris Elba, great.
1: Um, Oscar Isaac, great. Stanley Tucci is oh, like my n- most recent when he um, yeah. I feel like if I. If I, I always like joke with my fiance of like ha-ha, this is my like one pass because he sure. never plays the game uh-huh. my most recent one is Stanley Tucci and I'm like there's gonna be some intense sexual chemistry if I ever meet Stanley Tucci I and my fiance it. has to be okay with it I love He's it be okay with it
0: I strongly approve I strongly approve okay uh next one let's do. Uh, A place in time that we're going to, that you get to see or experience, uh, but you're in a safety bubble (laughs) in the sense that nothing bad is going to happen to you. Obviously the past is complicated, but, um, three places in time that you would like to get to see yourself.
1: Such a good question. Okay. Honestly, like I want to, this is like a joint answer, but like I would want to be able to sit next to either Nellie Bly or Elizabeth Bisland. Yes. Um, at a certain point. Um, uh, I want to go to Mexico City when the conquistadors first came in because it's kind of this is like a rough history. This yeah. is like the not most this yeah. is like a drunk history. Yeah. But Mexico City, I think, is the first time that like almost all humans from every corner of the planet saw each other. Yeah. Because there's all of the natives. Throughout the Americas that are constantly traveling through Mexico City. The conquistadors bring in people from the Middle East, Europe, and China. Because China didn't even want to hang out with the Europeans unless they were giving them silver. And then the Spanish were like, oh, we have all of this new silver in this wonderful new world we just found. (sighs) Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. But
1: I do think Mexico City might be the first time that all humans. And sorry, the conquistadors were also bringing over. If we ignore all of the like terrible implications as the reasons
0: why, why right right I get that
1: they're also bringing people from Africa and it could be the first time that all humans yeah with the exception of Australia sorry yeah. Australia all humans see each other yeah and I think that must have been really incredible yeah um that's not based on any real I mean like I, I think I that could be a broken memory and then oh I had it and then I lost it um oh I want to see so I want to see the first day that flowers came onto the planet because apparently the earth was really green for a long time like it was just green and scientists say that flowers happened like so it wasn't like one by one it was like all at once
0: super bloom the ultimate saturation
1: the ultimate the uh, primordial primordial super bloom i love it that i would do how
0: brilliant I've never even yeah. heard that before. That's wonderful. Um beautiful. Okay. Next one, let's do three musicals that we are great. going to give you to do. Gender, uh age, like that throw that away. Who cares? Um three characters that would be really fun to play and we'll you we can play it once, play it 20 times, whatever you want. Oh
1: wait, so like a musical that's already in yeah. existence? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, great. Um I think I would want to be the Baker's Wife in Into the Woods. Great. I'd want to do, not to say that I have like the vocal cords for no, any of is, these. No, this is, all of um, that is
0: taken care of. Yeah. Don't worry about it.
1: Um, definitely, uh, Elphaba and Wicked. And my, I would do my 14-year-old self a disservice if I didn't say Christine and Phantom of the Opera.
0: Great. Oof. Okay. now when I said that and you were like, oh, wait, like you you thought that the question was going somewhere else. And then you were like, oh, existing musicals. Does that mean that you feel comfortable creating three new musicals for me about a certain about certain things?
1: I have done a little bit of prep for that one because I was like, that's such a good
0: question. Please. I definitely want to hear it.
1: Okay, so this is based a little bit off of like true story, but apparently I would want to do Mongolia the musical because Genghis Khan... If we also just ignore all of the pillage and destruction that he did, the way that he – his army was very, like, multifaceted and multi-religious. Um, and, like, basically, if he just paid his taxes, he didn't really care about, like, where you're from or who you believed in. But the way he transmitted news was through song. Wow. So he would – someone would create some kind of lyrical news.
0: Wow. And then it would be
1: transported through – his that's army amazing. because you're less likely to you're going to accurately remember yeah. song better than just like a boring wow.
0: old fact. Wow. So that would be <sighs> that's one. So yeah, that's a great that's amazing. Okay.
1: I'm also I'm also gonna say, just because I have to, I gotta say Nelly Bly and Elizabeth Griffin. Like that'd be an amazing musical. Um, that'd be a great musical if anyone is out there. Yes. Um, let me see, let me see. And okay, the best book I read this year is bel canto it's an older book by ann patchett and good god it's the best book i've read all year and i can't get over it um the premise is this huge like gala is about to honor somebody for his birthday so the way that um in somewhere latin america So it's this Japanese businessman. They're celebrating this Japanese businessman's birthday in the vice president's house of somewhere Latin America. They bring this beautiful opera singer, his favorite opera singer. Um, She sings a bunch of songs and then the whole building gets taken hostage by local guerrilla fighters. Yeah. Um, And so it's a whole, it's this like really intense standoff, but then like, Human nature, if you need a good book, Bel Canto, I cannot. I'm I'm totally gonna get singer, it. I listened so. I mean I
0: listen to audiobooks almost exclusively since I am like busy crazy. Oh my god. So but yeah, like yeah. I will totally I will totally My pull friend it listened
1: up. to the audiobook version and she was like it's incredible. Okay, so, great.
0: I'm yeah. I'm those are my three I'm I'm pulling it up right now so I don't forget. Okay, great. Well Yep, there it is. Great, great, great. Okay. So uh, and then, final category is there anything I've missed? I was going to lean into the like, you get to collaborate with someone living or dead. But um, if there's another category that sounds better, Okay. Great. okay. All right. Because I would love to hear yeah. who, yeah, who you get to make a thing with. Who I would
1: get to make a thing with. Like, oh, my God. Any
0: anything, uh, whatever the thing is, you have the skill to do it, even if you don't in this reality right now. Oh,
1: my God. I love that. I think, you know, this is such a weird, I feel like the one, I feel like I'd want, I want to make music. I am very, I'd want to make music with um, Billie Eilish and her brother, like, on a craft level. I, my YouTube obsession is just looking at his logic sessions
0: because
1: mm. i love and i'm just like how do you make those sounds yeah um because i think they make really cool sounds yeah. together and he uses cool sounds from the pre-existing world and oh i love it mutes them into other things i love it so i would want to make songs with them um i feel like i feel like my i'd want to make a movie about nelly Bly and elizabeth bislin but it would be with baz Luhrmann.
0: great Great, great, great,
1: and one more. Great. I'd want to write a. I would want to write a travel book and have Bill Bryson edit it. Great, because he's amazing.
0: All of those start with B except for Billy Eilish's brother, but the word B is. Uh, I mean, the letter oh, wow. B is in brother. So good work. Uh, that's great. either here or there. Just something I noticed as I was writing it down.
1: My my last name's Bane, so See? We're all, I'm all about it. <sighs>
0: Okay. All right. Uh, give all, united me, all united by the B. All united by the B. Give me a number between one and nine. Eight. Great. Okay. I'm going to figure out your 100% guaranteed alternate universe match I life. I can't. Wait. Please this take this time. Favorite thing. We we my favorite I feel we comfortably know about a race around the world, um, but you've done so oh, much yeah. other stuff. Uh, you can certainly yeah. revisit that, but please take this time also to point people in the direction of where to follow you, Absolutely. other stuff you've done, and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, so you can listen to my first two seasons um, of my travel podcast, Strangers Abroad, on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to A Race Around the World there. They're two separate feeds. Um, And when I'm not hunched over my computer in a Pro Tools session... Um, I, I do live storytelling in New York City, so you can follow my Instagram, Adrian Bain, or Strangers Abroad Podcast to find out when that's happening. Uh, I haven't done it in a minute, but, because I've been working on this show, so, um, but I, I know come January I want to start working on some kind of a solo show, and, yeah, if you want to email me, you can email me at adrian.bain at gmail or strangersabroadpodcast at gmail.com. Wonderful. And, I love mash so hard like it was my like I the group that I'm like very close with who I'm going to send this episode to once it comes out I have a very strong group of girls uh, girlfriends from middle school and when I tell you that like 65 percent of our like seventh grade French class was mostly doing mash like that's an accurate number oh that's so satisfying (laughs) I'm very excited so I can't wait to send this to the group chat
0: oh me neither Um, Especially because I feel very excited for you, very excited for you indeed about all of this stuff. Um, It's a lovely world. It's a lovely world. First of all, I want to congratulate you on your beautiful little apartment in the south of France. Oh, fabulous! It sounds wonderful. It's a good point of origin if you want to leave from there to do your Prague, Budapest, and Berlin trip. (gasps) That is what you're getting, which is awesome. now, that I is in a that. very specific set of places, not terribly close to Mexico City, but I want you to know you can have your grimy Mexico City taco Truck Tacos wherever you are, nice. whenever you want, for the best flavor and experience. Boom. Uh, I feel like I could eat all, all tacos all day, every day, and be totally fine. Um, so good. So brilliant, brilliant, brilliant on all of that. You also got to and get to play the baker's wife and in Into the Woods. Uh, oh, fantastic! Nice. Definitely have the chops sword Don't you even exciting. worry about that. Um, you get to uh, you get to make a musical out of bel canto, which or bel canto, which is <gasps> um the thing we talked about the most of Great. of those things. I'm very excited. You get to uh, have Bill Bryson uh, edit your travel uh, book, which wow. just based on like. Where you're going here, and where you have a home alone, we already know is going to be fabulous. Oh but I want you to know that all of these different places where you definitely touched on Nellie and Elizabeth uh, that didn't happen, don't worry because you did get it in terms of places and time that you can go. So you actually yes. get to be with the, each one of them on their journey um, Fantastic. at that at in those at that place and time, uh, which is perfect right I mean that's the perfect of all the answers to get across the board on this mash I'm so excited that that one landed for you so well done Adrian this was so much fun I loved it oh my god
1: wait who's my who's my oh my god I forgot to
0: tell you it's Oscar Isaac
1: yes nice thank you for reminding
0: me I got so excited about Nellie and Elizabeth I forgot about Oscar (laughs) Oscar I'm so sorry he's honestly like to the side no
1: it's fine he would just be like a boy toy what I care what yeah. I care way more about hanging out with Nellie and Liz okay that's All fantastic right.
0: I guess that's how I must have felt since I just skipped right over Oscar yeah. so sorry no worries uh, wonderful wonderful
1: Adrian, thank you so much Janet thank you Yay. so much
0: oh my god what a pleasure and a joy uh, everybody else such a delight yes. yes and I'll talk to you next week on the podcast everyone The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is back before we were brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Hey, we could save from trees.
1: Maximum Fun.
0: A worker-owned network
1: of artist-owned shows supported directly
0: by you.